Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 701, recorded live on October 16th, 2021. And here are your hosts, the man who did not go into work today, Dave Play. Finally! Holy crap! And the man who had to go in twice, Andy Lohai. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Why twice? Well, the first one was um, we have SN, SNMP set up on some of our more important servers. Um, sure. So SNMP is a, basically a monitoring protocol. Okay. It's simple networking monitoring protocol, I do believe, is that's what it stands for. Okay. Been around for a while. So you have this on. Oh, and? sorry. Simple network management protocol. And? It basically um, just you know, pings the server every little bit and goes, hey, are you still okay? Right. And the server normally goes, yeah, I'm fine. And so it just, you know, waits a bit and then asks again, hey, are you still okay? And the server's like, yep, I'm fine. Well, at um, 3.45 this morning, the server came back and said, you know what? One of my uh, hard drives is predicted to fail. Oh, no. And this is our um, (laughs) RAID array set up for our um, music library for the Kalamazoo cluster. So all of the commer- anything yeah. audio locally stored is on this server. Stripe or uh, we've got RAID five or... set up for all okay, these. Okay, RAID five. Okay, I mean, so it's not ter- it's not critical because like RAID five, if a drive goes down, you're still okay. It should be able to reconstruct it. Yes. If two of them go down, then you're you're in deep trouble. Yeah. You've lost everything. Yes, but this one wasn't even an actual failure. This is a predicted failure. We've got it set up right. like that. This, you know, this is how important this stuff is, is, you know, the, the smart polling of the drives goes, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a problem at some point. We should probably fix this now. So, but, but that shouldn't require, that shouldn't necessitate a like 3 a.m. fix, right? Like, well, the, the, the polling happens every hour. Right. And so my drive is predicted to go down. Yes. On a drive in a raid five, like that's not a critical, like drop everything and run and fix it. No, no. But it's, it still wasn't, I just got the email alert. Okay. And I was like, oh, look at that. So, you know, it would, it would poll every hour hour and so every hour i'd get another email alert right saying hey i've got a drive that's predicted to fail and i'm just sitting there going like okay i (laughs) i got it i got it no i understand like server it's fine the problem is is the the software that talks to the server is Mm -hmm. located in our wisconsin office Mm -hmm. and i don't have the vpn access from home to access that server in Wisconsin. Right. To tell the server, yes, I understand there's a predicted failure. No, shut up and let me sleep. Yeah. So, you know, once everybody woke up here, I drove into work so I could log on to the business network because I'm in the building and the VPN in the building connects to Wisconsin, Mm. no problem. Um, So then I was able to quickly, you know, log in there and um, tell the, yeah, tell the server to stop, stop emailing me, please. Right. And then I went to go look to see if we had any spare drives um, available. But it turns out this is one of the 15K RPM drives. Yeah. Twice the speed of a normal hard disk. Yeah, there's there's a reason why they don't really make these anymore. Because they fail. Um, yeah, so Seagate doesn't really make them anymore. Right. So I think this uh, 600 gigabyte drive, probably, if I can find it new, probably be 300 to 400 dollars. 
whereas a two terabyte drive is significantly less. Why does it have to be so fast? I didn't build it. I didn't build the array. Right. But they don't all need to be the same speed, do they? Uh, you don't have to have them at the same speed, but uh, you're kind of asking for trouble if you have them at different speeds. I mean, it, then, it should operate at whatever the lowest one is. Yeah. So you're going to take your rate and you're going to, yeah, you're going to drop it down to a lower speed and it's going to lower all the read-write access for all the rest of the drives. But will it? I, that's what they've told. I haven't dug into that deep into the raid stuff. I just, I just I mean, accept I, the fact that they built the raid. Yeah, I feel like the raid controller should be able to handle that. I mean, again, it would force, it would necessitate them to, no matter how fast the other drives are. It's because you're on a RAID 5, it's going to be limited to whatever the slowest one is. But I feel like the RAID controller should still be able to do that and handle that. Okay, here we go. Somebody's asking about what will be the negotiated speed if I mix 6 and 12 gigabit per second SAS and SATA drives in a single RAID. Okay, uh, link speed negotiation is done on a per port basis. However, you cannot and should not mix them in the same virtual disk slash array. All right. Per, this, is, this is from the actual perk manual. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're planning on upgrading. Actually, we, we have to actually upgrade because the new automation software that this, you know, stores all the audio for, um, they are completely revamping how they're doing the file storage. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it took me staring at a whiteboard when somebody drew out the new plan, staring at it going, okay, I, I can see the pros and cons of this, but this is definitely going to be different. Yeah. So right now it's just, okay, I'm guessing I'm just going to keep, you know, pushing this for a year, this raid array for a year or two, and then it's not going to matter anymore. I hope so. For your sake, sir. Yes. For your sake. For I me, it'd be so. great also if we could just get solid state drives and put them in a RAID. Yep, I've got a couple of those. You need a RAID control. I think that you can just buy off-the-shelf uh, SATA RAID controllers. Yes. For solid state drives. Maybe I'll do that for my next PC. Just do like a built-in I've actually, SATA I've actually RAID got controller. a NAS downstairs in the basement. Yeah, I picked it up at a auction. It's the nice. same ones that we use at work. So I was able to put it through all of its paces, everything signed off fine. The problem mm -hmm. is, is <clears throat> the auction didn't come with the rails for it. Oh, no. So I'm kind of I'm going to have to like I'm ordering some just universal rails, quote unquote. I'm mm -hmm. going to try and see if I can't figure out how to just smash them together. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see when it shows up. Yep. Okay, so yeah, that was the first one. So I, I finished that. Oh, God, that's right. There were there were two reasons to go into work today. Yes. That was so but I, one of them. Yeah, so I, I did my research. You know, I sent the email out going, yes, this is what's going on. Um, I'm driving home, and I get back all the way into the neighborhood. When? And I get call from the uh, manager of our Battle Creek station saying that they're off yeah. the air. And I'm like, that's not good. No, that's not good. So I call up the thing there and, you know, everything is supposedly still good at the studio, but our link between the studio and the transmitter building uh, isn't working. Oh, that's really not good. Yeah, the remote control says the RF signal level was at 20%. And I'm like, well, shoot. <clears throat> so you turned around, got on the highway. Well, I, I came home and then uh, basically, yeah, I just had to literally go back to the building I was just in because mm -hmm. the building I was just in, we had 
have a backup transmitter and receiver. So I loaded that up. I got my tools, you know, I got the the adapters and everything that I would need for it. Put it in my car, started driving over to Battle Creek. I drove to the studio first because the studio was like... 45 minutes closer than the transmitter site. Oh, and I didn't no. know, is it, is what it an issue? What the issue was, yeah. where it was. Is, is it, it an the, issue with the, the transmitter, the transmitter studio. antenna, the receive antenna, the receiver? I don't know. So let's start with the closest thing and just work my way forward. Yeah. Okay. I park the in the parking structure. I unload everything into my little cart and I start wheeling it in towards the building and I get a call from the transmitter because the alarm tripped again. <laughs> Because we were back at full audio level and full RF signal. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what the hell? Why Why did this fail for like two hours while I went through the whole process of and, getting everything and together? And back. <laughs> get, literally start walking into the building and then it comes back. Yeah. And? I don't know. Oh, no. It's It was an intermittent you issue. You were able to figure that, it out? I don't know. I The only thing I can think of is this might be something out at the out at the transmitter building and I have to go out there on um, Tuesday because mm-hmm. the part for our generator actually finally came in. No, it didn't actually. We had we ordered a custom part because the other part didn't come in. Uh, the generator was built by somebody in the, a UK company and it still hasn't arrived from overseas yet. So the generator uh, guy who services our generator actually got somebody to custom build a thing for it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get that instead. But he's doing the install on that on Tuesday. So I got to go down there anyway on Tuesday. So I'll bring, the, I'll bring the receive half of the equipment down with me on Tuesday and take a look at it while he's working on the generator. Well... But yeah, no, that, that sucked. <laughs> Where it's like yep. literally I... Spend all the time, get everything organized, drive all the way over to Battle Creek, and I'm ready to walk into the building, and it fixes itself, so I can't even tell and what the problem is. don't know why. Yeah. Yep. That sucks. Yep. So, yeah, so that was basically my day. <laughs> um, my day is I slept in because I chose not to go to work because it's Saturday, and I shouldn't need to go in on a Saturday. And then I went out for brunch with Laura. We went to this new place that we found that has gluten-free waffles. And so I got a gluten-free bacon waffle where they take bacon and mix it in with the batter as they put it into the waffle machine. Uh, Came home, did two hours of yard work, and then went to Pathfinder. And I played Pathfinder from like 5 until 9.30. And then I came home, and now we're recording. Okay. That was my day. It was a good day. It was a real good day. So I'm sorry that yours sucked, because mine did not. (laughs) I'm a little sore from the the yard work, I'll, I'll say that. Oh, um, I I um I had to demo a wall on Friday. Oh, oh fun! How are your arms? Still sore. Hey, how's your dishwasher? Still not here. No, no, Wait, okay. not here. Like, are you? Did you order a new one? Yes. So I, I we ordered with Lowe's back in September. Yeah. And uh, delivery was on the 25th and delivery date came and went. And then on the 24th, they sent me an update going, hey, update has been changed. And it got kicked to later. And then it got update has been changed and it got kicked to later. And then the third time they kicked it to another date. I'm like, all right, I, I've got a trailer now that I can hook up on the back of my car. I'm going to drive over to this Lowe's because it was the Lowe's in Battle Creek was the one who was supposed to actually fulfill the order. And I, I called them up on the phone originally and they're like, oh, we don't know where it is. And I'm like, wait, wait what, do you mean, what do you mean you don't know where it is? <laughs> I, I paid for a dishwasher. 
that their website said you guys had. So you took my money, give me my dishwasher. And they, they, they you know, the, the one person said, oh, you know, we'll take a look in the back and we'll give you a call back. And they never called me back. So I drove into the building and I'm like at the guest services. I'm like, here's my order number. Here's the invoice. Tell me where my dishwasher is right now or cancel the order. One of the two. And she's looking at it going, so how did you even order this? I'm like, I ordered it online because that's, it said you had one. So I ordered it. She's like, um, we, we have the floor model. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I do not want the floor model. No. She's like, I don't even know. You shouldn't have been able to actually even order the floor model. And I'm just like, I just was following the website. So the question is, you know, do you have one? She's like, no. And she starts tapping on things. She's like, looks like the next delivery for these things is going to be in January. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, did you know that we're in a global pandemic? But still, was if I hadn't gone in, would I have kept on getting my order kicked back yeah, probably. all the way to January? Probably. I, I don't doubt that. So I, I canceled it. It pulled up my phone, saw that Home Depot had one for delivery on the 20th and ordered it while I was in the Lowe's store. So in theory, on Wednesday, we should be getting our dishwasher delivered. Okay. So I will have to pull the old one out on Tuesday once I, you know, verify with the um, delivery people that they're actually going to deliver me a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. I'll have to pull, shut off the water, pull the electrical box, pull the dishwasher out of there, which I already did once to replace the pump. So I can already, you know, easy to do. And then supposedly on Wednesday, they're going to deliver me a dishwasher and take the old one away. So, okay. But it means yeah. you've no dishwasher. So nope. you demoed a wall. You have no dishwasher. Was demoing for work or for home? Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's transmitters in the old building that we're uh, selling back to the city. Okay. It's the same transmitter that we have at one of our other sites. So we're paying a moving company to take these big, heavy things and put them in the other building. <clears throat> okay. You know, I even called and, you know, I brought the moving guy out here and I showed him the things going, okay, these things are big and heavy. Are you sure you can do this? He said, yeah, it should be fine. So um, the problem was, is that the transmitter was taller than the doorway in the room. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> how the hell did they get these things in here? They built the room around it. Exactly. They brought it in, <laughs> set it into place, and then built the back wall yep. after the transmitters were in place. Yeah. So in order to get the transmitters out, I had to take down that wall. You had to break the wall. Yep. Because someone sometimes said, man, this transmitter is here and it is never going away. So yeah, so yeah, sawzall and circular saws and hammers, sledgehammers. I haven't haven't needed the sledge yet. It's because it's all just two by four wood with a little bit of yep. insulation. So okay, okay, that's that's quite the week, my friend. Quite the week. Yep. I did something silly this week, Andy. You bought a new Switch. No, I considered that, but I did not do that. You're on the right track. It involves a purchase. You bought an Oculus. No, I have an Oculus Go Quest, whatever the mobile one is. Okay. Andy's like, what can you purchase that is not trivial that Dave would get? I bought a cricket. The animal? No. The phone? That would be hilarious. Not the phone. C-R-I-C-U-T. A cricut or cricket. It is like baby's first CNC machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen these. Yeah, it is delivered tomorrow. I don't actually have it yet, but I bought a cricket. I also mm -hmm. kickstarted a 3D printer. So why did you buy yourself a cutting plotter? I'm not entirely sure, <laughs> which is the problem. 
I, I did say I did something silly. Ideally, it's going to be for, like, cards and and decals and just, like, fun little artsy projects. Because um, you can do some pretty cool stuff with it, especially when you start combining it with things like Arduinos and uh, LED lights. And you can start making, like, because it, it cuts more than, like, paper, right? It can cut lots of things. It can cut cardstock. It can cut foam core. It can cut leather. So, like, there there are some options out there for building things with this. Okay. But, yeah, I, I made that purchase that this week. I need to learn to how to use um, SVG editors. Trying to think. Well, I'm just trying to think of, you know, what I would use my, if I had one of those, <clears throat> what I would use it for, and I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Like that's I've legit. I've seen I don't know, I've seen other broadcast engineers sometimes. have these um, sort of things around, but I I don't know what I would use this yeah. one for. It can also draw, so you can make designs on it. I'll let you know what I end up using it for. Okay. Of course, now that I've purchased it and looked at it, I'm getting like ads for it all over the place. <laughs> And, like, my Amazon, like, look at this, has completely changed. Yeah, mine is hard drives and um, outdoor clothing. Because I ordered some waiters. Oh, nice. Because... So now Amazon thinks that you're, like, an outdoorsman. Yes. Well, I have to walk through a field that's partially underwater right now, so I needed some waiters. Why Why is the field partially underwater? Because it used to be a swamp. Ah, okay then. So it's it's supposed to be partially yes. underwater. Yes, but after the rain for the last couple of days, it's okay. more underwater than it used to be. Oh, you had rain over the last few days. Yes. See, that that's the question that would have been useful to have an answer to. When I said, like, why is it underwater? Because it's rained. Not because it was a swamp, but because it has rained. Yeah, they're both answers. <laughs> But what, Andy, one is much more pertinent than the other. Why is it partially underwater? It used to be a swamp. So, if it's not anymore, why is it underwater? Because it used to be a swamp, it's the runoff from all the other areas, and it has been raining, so there's a lot of water there. Yes, okay, yes, there you go. There's a different answer. But, in any case, we should probably start talking about topics. I suppose... I mean, we don't have to. We can just keep griping about work. Because <laughs> that, that is a, a lot of what we seem to do. So, like, if we want to keep griping about work, we can do that. But we should probably change the, the episode, or not the episode, the, the podcast title. Mm-hmm. James Webb update, uh, James Webb Telescope has been moved to French Gu- uh, Guiana. Yes, it has yeah, arrived at port. Yay. So it is basically on site. Um, I presume they're going to unpack it, do a bunch of checks to make sure it survived transit. Yes. Um, There are some components for the rocket that are still need to arrive. Um, And then uh, those will be mated to the telescope. And then everything will basically, once those are mated, it will basically be hermetically sealed. (laughs) Nobody goes in. (laughs) And then, in theory, should be launched in December. <laughs> Yay! All right, so it's a December launch. When is it operational? It will take about a month after launch for it to actually reach the L2. L2 is the outside one? I think so. Or is it the... Shoot, I never remember which Lagrange point is which. Yes, okay, L2 is the outside one, which I think think is the stable one. There's a couple <laughs> of them that like aren't actually stable. 
I mean, none of them are stable because we have more than the two bodies, right? There's other what, it's planets It's a three-body problem? I mean, it is and it isn't because the mass of the, the telescope is so insignificant compared to the mass of the other two objects. Yeah. But the mass of, say, Jupiter, that is not an insignificant mass. Right, Jupiter is hundreds of times more massive than the Earth. Thousands, possibly. Jupiter mass 1.89 times 10 to the 27th. Earth mass 5.9 times 10 to the 24th. Yeah. Wow, we're actually it's planning a lot bigger. on... This isn't actually the first mission sent out. To the L2? Yeah. Yeah, there's other stuff at the L2 point. Well, there was... Turns out there is they, they once they decommission them they get sent into a heliocentric graveyard orbit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's nice because it's technically like always in the shadow of the Earth, right? Yes. So the sun should always be blocked. I guess it depends how far out it is, right? It, the sun's not always blocked because you're just part of a like solar eclipse. But you probably far enough that you can't see. No, the farther out you are, the smaller the Earth is, and the sun's going to stay about the same size until you get to like really far. So yeah, eventually the the Earth would just be in front of the sun, but not actually eclipsing it. So I don't know where the L2 point is for that. But okay, so they, they have a other things that have been there that are then moved out of there and just orbit. Cute. Yeah, so I'm going down a Wikipedia hole right now. <laughs> yep, that's fine. I'm trying to remember which Lagrange points are stable. Okay, there. Uh, although L1, L2, and L3 <laughs> points are nominally unstable, there are quasi-stable periodic orbits called halo orbits around these points in a three-body system. Interesting. Similarly, a large amplitude orbit around L2 keeps a probe out of Earth's shadow and therefore ensures continuous illumination of its solar panels. Hmm. There is way too much information in there. <laughs> There's a lot of charts, and I see some calculus. Yep. yep. Like, I'm looking at, there's some math going on in here, and there's some some visualizations going on in here. Yeah, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm going to close it out. December. Yeah. Should be launched. Launch Did you watch uh, Shatner go up at all, January. or no? No, what a dumb fuck publicity stunt. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell cares? I didn't. I didn't. I, there was a lot of people on Facebook who cared, and I'm just like... Why? You know, he didn't really actually go up into space. Oh, I broke the the atmosphere. I'm in space. No, you jerk. You're not. That's not space. It's just hilarious. What you know? All these people talking. Oh, all the you know watching um, Jeff Bezos go up and that other billionaire go up, and it's just like, really, guys? I mean, we're, we're watching billionaires have a pissing contest, yeah. and that's really, like, honestly, that is the um, plot of, like, several dystopic novels, right? Like... Somebody somebody there's, asked if there's Elon a reason? was going to go up, and he's like, no, I don't have time for that. I'm actually working. Yeah, yeah. there's a reason why Squid Games is, like, the number one... Um, show on Netflix right now. Oh, is it a dystopian? I mean, have you not seen anything about it? Andy, it's no. literally all over the internet. How have I you literally not? have no... All, all I know is it's in. It's from Korea and I'm supposed to yep. watch it with the subtitles on, not the dub. Yes. Subtitles are... I mean, that's just generally true. Yeah, general. That's um, what I do anyway. I mean, I took, right, I, took so, a, I took a class on the history of science fiction in movies and there's a lot of good science fiction out there that's not in English. 
so my professor at the time basically sat down and was this was this Russ or Keith? I think it might have been Russ. Russ is the guy who actually runs the Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, shows lots of films, a lot of them foreign films. So he actually sat us down and taught us like his process of, you know, you know, movie with subtitles and, you know, how to actually watch them correctly. Watch a movie. Yeah. Because it's distracting for some. Yes. And if you're not used to it, you know, it's one of those things where after after you do it enough times, it just becomes second nature where you're actually able to hear it and, you know, read it at the same time. So, yeah. So would you like a, a synopsis? Because I'm sure you aren't you don't have time to watch an hour long episode in a series of hour. Like it's a it is not a quick show. So would you like a synopsis of episode one? Well, what 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 streaming so platform is it on? So you can at least understand Netflix. It is okay. the number one show on Netflix. I was going to say, I have time at work, but right now, no, I don't have time at work. <laughs> no, you're going in on Saturdays. You don't have any time. The 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 general, like, spoiler-free, because there aren't really many spoilers, um, main character is poor as fuck, has a gambling problem, has a divorced wife, has a daughter who the wife has custody, um, super poor, like, kind of keeps driven that home, but, like, a lot of people are poor. It's not just him, right? It's It's, like, the current world. Like, there's just poor people. He uh, has a gambling problem, which also not great. Um, It's just generally like not a great person and gets approached and gets an offer to like get out of debt. So like he he owes money to a bunch of um, loan sharks. He's, He's like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And he takes this offer and it's think of the Hunger Games, but without the like post apocalyptic scenario, it's just like 400 plus people thrown into a room and they're told that like, all right, you guys get to play some games. If you make it through the game, like those of you who are eliminated lose. Um, those of you who make it on great. The more you play, the more money will drop into this piggy bank. And at the end, the winner gets to take the piggy bank. And their okay. first game is red light, green light. Oh, right. Cool. Like, sure. Yep. Red light, green light. Those of you who, you know, when when it's green light, you get to move. When it's red light, anyone who moves will be eliminated. And so they start moving and, you know, it calls out red light and one guy moves and he gets shot. <laughs> oh, and then people scream and start to run to try to escape. And they're moving when it's a red light, so they get shot. Okay. So the the general idea, that's all I've seen. I've only seen episode one. Like, it's it's friggin' Hunger Games, but without the post-apocalypse. It's just billionaires watching poor people die for their entertainment. Okay. It is it is the wealthy exploiting the working class. So coming back to Bezos and Musk having a pissing contest of going to space, like fuck. No, this. no, not Bezos Just and Musk. This. It was Bezos and um Virgin Galactic. Who's that? Yeah, well, Musk is also having a pissing contest. He's just winning it. <laughs> He's having a pissing contest because He's actually Musk doing his in, job in Blue Origin. He's, he's is in a instead. pissing contest in a different like realm, but he's still having a pissing contest. <laughs> oh, Virgin Galactic delays first to commercial space flight, and Virgin Galactic stock craters after commercial flights are delayed. Yeah, down sixteen percent today. Oops. Well, not today. Well, not yeah. What's their ticker? Uh, SPCE. Space. How? 
fucking full of yourself. It's Richard Branson. It's, yeah. Evidently, Virgin Galactic is, has 823 employees. Holy crap. Look at their last year. <laughs> this is the stupidest stock I've ever seen. <laughs> One year ago was at 2282. Today, 2001. I have it at 2020. Oh. For Virgin Galactic Holdings? Yeah. Oh, 2020 is the after hours trading. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So it well, went if up somebody, you know, got it at 20 and, you know, sold it when it was at 60. Yep. Any options on this bad boy? <laughs> we are not financial advisors. <laughs> we are not financial advisors. We are not in any way, shape, or form, financial advisors. Oh, speaking of um, money and craziness. Yep. Valve is blocking games that use blockchain or let users exchange NFTs or cryptocurrencies. Yeah, an interesting choice. The change was because the company does not allow game items that could have real-world value. Value, yeah. Interesting. I mean, what games have blockchain in them? Uh, Age of Rust? Huh. I fundamentally believe that NFTs and blockchain games are the future. The fuck are you doing with a blockchain in your game? Like, what is the use of that? It's a first-person shooter game. Collect in-game NFTs for doing things. But the, the whole point of an NFT is that, like, you can't mass-produce them, right? I don't know. <laughs> Well, Andy, I expect you to know these things. I don't have time to go research all this shit. Not that you do either, you two kids. We appreciate all of the hearts from community for indie game developers working on blockchain games. We know everyone has very strong opinions about NFT. Why? I'm just, I'm so dumbfounded that this is even a thing. Like, I don't understand. People are buying bragging rights is what they're doing. How? Granted, I don't really understand NFTs either, so fuck me, I guess. I mean, what do they expect these NFTs to be worth? I don't know. I feel like this is like the Beanie Baby craze all over again. Yeah. Like, what What value is there to these NFTs? They only have value if people give them value, right? Yes. They, they, this is not something I can exchange for food. Unless you have somebody who is willing to accept NFTs In for NFT. food. Right, which would be really weird given that this NFT is a random thing created by a video game. I'm so confused. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of confused. Also, why is Ricochet on our topics list? Is this like the Valve game Ricochet? No, 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 no. So Ricochet was the name, or is the name, of Activision's new anti-cheat system. Okay, because there was a Valve game called yes, Ricochet. Yes, oh, I know. I have it in my Steam store because that and was part of that. Right. People were, were like super pissed about it. So the idea was this is a kernel level anti-cheat system. Okay. Kernel level. So it has like base access to what's going on in the operating system. Yes. Like it can directly read memory from the operating system, make changes. Okay. So more ridiculously like overpowered DRM and anti-cheat. Well, so they announced this. Mm -hmm. um, when did they announce it? Uh, October 14th, right? So they announced it on the 14th. Yeah. On October 15th, details for Call of Duty's Ricochet anti-cheat system leak online. Oops. <laughs> Literally the next day. 
So the kernel driver, the the kernel driver for the new anti-cheat got leaked. Yeah, yeah. So even before it hasn't actually been released yet, you could probably go somewhere on the dark web and find a hack. Yep. A cheat. Oops. I guess start over and (laughs) start working on Ricochet 2. Well, according to Activision, they had released it to a select group of users Uh to test it out. So Uh this might be not the final version that got leaked. Will it matter? I don't know. If it's the, the kernel driver that got leaked, like you just build your own system on top of it using that signed driver. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just it's. It's bad and it's dumb. Okay, um, the version was signed two weeks ago. Sure, it's an early build, but that doesn't change because the obfuscator you use for your kernel driver is terrible. Cheat devs can quickly destroy it within hours. So, yeah, no, the some people are already predicting, yeah, day one, as soon as this thing is released, it's already going to be broken. So There'll be cheats, yeah. And, of so course, you know, kernel level, because who, who, who had the last one that had, like, kernel level access that broke other things? Uh, that was... Was that, shoot. Was that Code Red or... No, no. Um, Denuvo? I think that sounds right. And Denuvo was, like, the... the it wasn't the anti-cheat, though. It was the um, DRM. And they're still out there. Like, they, they still are doing their thing. Oh, no. Riot. Um, Riot's Vanguard anti-cheat system. Ah. <laughs> One, another player said the anti-cheat actually blocked out control of his keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you're using a, like, hacked out, modded out keyboard and mouse, mm-hmm. then that's going to happen. Of course, he probably didn't, and his mouse was still blocked out, and that's not his fault. Okay. What else? Would we do? Is there music going on over there? Uh, Kate is watching Diagnosis Murder. Okay. I think that's what I'm hearing then. Either that or I'm just going nuts. Both of these it's, could be true. This is not... It a- is entirely... Yeah, those are not mutually exclusive. Oh, this is early. There's Scott Bayo in these ones. Don't know who that is. You don't know who Scott Bayo is? Not by name. Charles in Charge? Oh, okay. Joni Loves Chachi? Is. Nope. Don't know that one. Okay, but yeah, no, he was, yeah, Charles in Charge. Yeah. Of our days and our nights. I want Charles in Charge. All right. So, yes. I'm oh, uh, next week Sorry. is um, Apple's event. Which they probably going to be some new MacBooks. This is the the October Apple event is usually the Mac one, right? Yes. Or the MacBook. This is where they like debuted MacBook Air and all the just like, hey, look, it fits into a friggin manila envelope. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, OK, so what? So, yes. Um, yeah. New MacBook Pros, possibly possibly Great. new AirPods, maybe a new Mac Mini. Great. And then the uh, Google Pixel event is also going to be next week. Yep, where everything has already been leaked. Pretty much. <laughs> like, I don't know why they're still having the event. It feels like they've already done everything. <sighs> Excuse me. I'm getting hit hard with ads for Google Fi, by the way. Oh my gosh. You know what's super annoying? Is when you can't what? skip their freaking ads on YouTube. Yep. You're like, wait, you're advertising for yourself on your own platform. Is that... Is that legal? Is that anti-competitive? I'm not... Are you paying yourself to do it? Could be just a promo thing. Maybe they... I don't know. But it's one of those things where it's like, Isaac is sitting there and he knows where the skip ads button is. And he's just sitting there just like watching this thing, just like his finger hovering over the screen. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. 
Nope. <laughs> it's not going to show up, bud. No, no, no. Sometimes you just got to watch the ad. He's like, where's the button? Normally there's a button. God, the the number of ads also on the Chromecast now, version 2, is just, oh, I'm streaming yep. YouTube to the Chromecast, and normally that gets me less ads, but now it's like... Back to TV. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Google event on the 19th, Apple event on the 18th, DC had their big event this weekend. DC? Yes. Like DC Comics. DC Comics. Detective Comics Comics. Yes. Um, I mean, they've got some movies coming out, right? Yes. Yeah, so they did. They had new trailers for The Batman, The hey, Flash, wait, and Black... Hang on. Let me, just, let me just confirm something. Okay. The new Flash movie is part of the DC Expanded Universe, their cinematic universe, correct? Yes, it has the same guy from Justice League. But the new Batman movie doesn't. Yes. It's a the, different Batman movie. Yes. Is it going to be an origin story? I really hope not, because I'm pretty sure we all know who <laughs> Batman is. God, if I have to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again... Well, I, okay, maybe they pull like a Spider-Man where it's still somewhat of an origin story, but we don't have to go through that whole process again. Hopefully we get somebody who, you know, have has like a Batman version of Ned who comes in and is like, oh, so you can do bad things? No, I can't I, do bad things. I can only things. hope that like we do not see uh, Mrs. Wayne's pearls drop onto the ground again. Can only see those pearls so many times. Uh, okay, so new Flash movie, new Batman movie, um, the Black Adam movie is another one, right? Yes. Which is part of the DCEU, but kind of to the side, because like the Shazam movie was supposedly part of the DCEU, because it had like Superman cameo at the very end. There, oh, there's a Shazam but, 2 coming out. Okay, but Shazam wasn't part of the Justice League in either, like, movie, right? No. Like, he has not been in, in Batman vs. Superman. He has not been in, like, the Rise of the Justice League or whatever. He's not in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. So is he in-universe or not? I don't know. And what's gonna... I mean, Black Adam is a bad guy. And he's played by The Rock? Yes. Black Adam is played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Interesting casting choice. Interesting casting choice. One of the new villains in the Shazam sequel. Yeah. Helen Mirren. Okay. Helen Mirren is going to be one of the villains in the Shazam sequel. I don't even know who Shazam's villains are in the comics. I don't know either, but still, I'm just like... Because like, he's basically Superman, but magic. Like, who were Shazam's... I, Black Adam is one of them. I know that. Like, what What are his rogues, right? His rogues roster is, is what they're referred to. Who are his rogues? Dr. Savannah, who was the villain from the first movie. Shazam, main comic book villains. Crocodile Man. Captain Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mind. Dr. Savannah. The Seven Deadly Sins, which was the first movie. Savick. Uh, similar to Shazam in that his name is based on different powerful characters, while Shazam's name is from a different god. Savick's name is based on demons from hell, Satan, Aim, Belial, Beelzebub, Asmodeus, and Kratius. Great. Blaze, Sabina de la Croix, who looks like a pissed off white woman. Uh, Ebak, named for Ivan the Terrible, Cesare Borgia, Attila the Hun, and Caligula. Those <laughs> oh, are Caligula. not superpowered people, like... 
Ivan the Terrible was... <laughs> what? What? And then Black Adam. In the mainstream universe, Black Adam is as much an anti-hero as he is a Shazam villain. All right. So the answer is Shazam doesn't really have very many villains. They're pretty crappy. Well, they're making a second movie. Yep. So uh, there wasn't a trailer for that, but uh, let's see. There was a trailer for the Suicide Squad game. There was a trailer for the Flash movie. There was a story trailer for Gotham Knights. I thought that game had These already come all out. So crappy. There was a uh, trailer or a teaser for the Peacemaker show. I don't know who that is. He was in the Suicide Squad movie that just came out. John ah, Cena plays see, I, him. I, so technically, you I could actually have The Rock and John Cena in the same universe. Yeah. I mean, we we have The Rock and John Cena in the same universe. This one. <laughs> can we can we also get like Hulk Hogan, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura into the same universe, too? Can we find roles for these people outside? Wait, is Hulk are all Hogan of them alive? in the Expendables or no? I don't know. Is Hulk Hogan even alive? Yes. Unfortunately, he was the guy who started to, uh, okay. through proxy, take down, was it Gizmodo? Right. Yes, they they like he got convinced to do a takedown of Gizmodo, and then yes, because it they... was getting bankrolled by that other yeah yeah forgot that that was Hogan. Yep. Um, the the one thing though at the very end of the article I linked here though was the fact that there is going to be a animated series called Batman Cape Crusader produced by Bruce Tim again. <clears throat> the Bruce Tim is one of the main guys who worked on Batman the animated series. Ah, see, you should just don't assume I know who these people are, Andy. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. Yes, no. Bruce Tim was, uh, yeah, he was one of the uh, animators and producers for the Batman the animated Batman, series the animated and series. all of the, you know, Superman the animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Green Lantern animated series, Freakazoid, and evidently a series of what am I looking at here? Naughty and Nice by Bruce Tim. This is not Batman. Don't know what this is but it is not Batman. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited to have another Batman animated show. A lot of them are pretty good. Have you seen any of Batman the Brave and the Bold? I have not. There's one episode of it that is amazing. I mean, there are several good ones. Uh, but hang on. Batman the Brave and the Bold, Music Meister. <clears throat> uh, and I'll just send you this link. Because where are you, chats? Chat.google.com. <laughs> Uh, because it's Neil Patrick Harris ah, as the villain. Well, then I'll have to watch that later. Yeah, it's it's a musical episode of Batman. <laughs> if a horse does not show up in the musical episode. Is it a musical? Yeah. OK, uh, well, that's that's good for DC that they they are continuing on with their stuff. The Rock is an interesting choice for Black Adam. Black Adam is an interesting choice for a character in, like, in, in the DC Expanded Universe. My thought was they saw Black Panther. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, that's very different. That's I know, very... but somebody, there was somebody at one of the executive boardrooms in Warner Brothers going, man, Black Panther is making a ton of money. What black superheroes do we have? But he, he's not And he brings up black? the Wikipedia list... <laughs> And he's like, look, but he's black, black Adam. That's the first one on the list. But he's not black. He's he's Middle Eastern. 
This is this and is the joke I'm trying to make here is the fact that he's being played by a, a Samoan. A Samoan. <laughs> he's not black. Yes, this is uh, how much Warner Brothers is paying attention. They're just like, oh, yeah. get me a yeah. black superhero. We need to counter Black Panther. All right, Wikipedia, first one black. Black Adam, first one on the list. Let's do that. Granted powers by the Egyptian gods, the stamina of Shu, the swiftness of Horus, the strength of Amon, the wisdom of Zehuti. Or or is this a counter to Moon Knight? And the courage of Mihen. Because is, is Moon Knight a movie or is that a series? What the hell is Moon Knight? Moon Knight is uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Yep, that's certainly Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it's a... Um, Marvel Studios Moon Knight TV show. Upcoming TV show miniseries for Disney+. Plus. Man, Marvel has a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Yes, yes it does. They are, like, coming along. Good for them. And meanwhile, DC is just kind of struggling to pull stuff together. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right. What's going on with Epic and Google? Well, this is the so, other Epic. No, no. Yeah, this is the Epic Games. This is um, uh, Google is countersuing Epic now okay. by saying basically Epic signed the contracts. And basically only the only reason that Epic signed up with Google um, with the Google App Store yeah. was basically to cause the ruckus. <laughs> So they never me- intended to agree with us. They intended to do this so that they could violate it so that we could sue each other. Yes. Epic willfully breached the agreement by submitting a version of Fortnite for publication on Google Play with a payment method other than Google Play billing for purchases and in-app content. Um, Epi- Epic has alternatively been unjustly enriched at Google's expense. Um, yeah, basically, it. Yeah, they just said, look, the only reason you guys signed up with us was basically to cause a problem and basically, you know, sue us. So we, we don't want to play along. Mm-hmm. So that's the, uh, the Google saw how the Apple Epic v. v Apple lawsuit ended up, and so they're countersuing, hopefully, yeah. hoping to get the same result. Yeah, well, especially because the, the judge said, no, 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 you broke contract. Yep. You owe them this money. So anything else on here, or should we hit the randoms? Let's hit the randoms. All right, Mr. Isaac, not Mr. Isaac. That is not me. No. Would you like to try again? <laughs> All right, Dave. Yeah, what's up, Andy? <laughs> what's what's your random review? I would like to review a website that I discovered last week, windy.com. Am I able to go to this right now? Yes. On a work computer. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's showing me wind. Indeed it is. There's one heck of a vortex going on over Quebec right now. Uh, over, well, zoom out, Andy. <laughs> zoom out one and see how big the vortex over Quebec is. Well, that's a that's a interesting wind anomaly in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, I believe that is referred to commonly as a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> God, so windy hurricane coming in. Oh God, there's tons of them. I mean, you can see a, a hurricane and a tropical storm here right now. Let me just double check that it actually is a hurricane. Uh, National Hurricane Center. Oh, nope, that is not a hurricane. I'm sorry. That is not a hurricane nor a tropical storm. There are no hurricanes currently, so it's just a cyclone weather pattern. A cyclonic weather pattern. Okay. Uh, But that's actually kind of one of the cool things about the site. So windy.com shows you the wind, and it shows you, like, 
the wind across the world. Uh, various wind speeds and wind intensity, and you can see just, like, what's going on. And it's actually pretty cool. It's very, like, soothing and relaxing, because it's got these nice little white lines that just kind of flow and they they disappear if you look at one line like it actually just vanishes so the flow is just kind of continuous and it's just flowing around you can follow the trends and sometimes they get sucked up into these little cyclones and sometimes they just kind of keep going wherever they be going um and like you can you can now really see like oh that's how travel between continents used to work <laughs> Because, like, you get this uh, westerly wind coming off of uh, Africa going to South America, and then it comes up the coast, and you can see it coming up the coast. And, like, oh, they just needed to swing north a little bit, and they catch the high-speed winds back to Europe. So I, I really like this, but the, the real, like, oh-my-God thing about this website is not the 3D mode that it has, which is also amazing because it puts it on a globe and you can see what's going on on a global scale. No, no, no. The really amazing thing is the gigantic list of layers that they can pull on the right side. Would you like to know about rain and rainstorms and where it's raining right now or new snow that is being put down? Like, oh, cool. How far south has the snow gotten? Oh, it's still in like northern Saskatchewan. Hey, okay. there's some there's some snow in Vancouver. There is some snow in Vancouver. I mean, there's also snow in the Rocky Mountains. There's the snow depth, there's precipitation and precipitation type. There's a temperature map so you can see like where the heat is. Spoiler alert, northern Australia is fucking hot. <laughs> It's also their spring, so, like, yeah. it's just gonna get hotter. Uh, the waves one is awesome, too, because it actually changes the map so it's not showing the wind anymore. It's actually showing the waves and the wave directions, which is influenced by the wind. So if you go look at that cyclone off the coast of uh, Nova Scotia, um, you can see, like... Sorry, not Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Newfoundland, that one, Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how many times, how many, there's only so many Canadian provinces, Dave. Yeah, the, the, the maritime ones I get mixed up from time to time. Don't worry, someday those will be part of the U.S. Um, <laughs> you mean North Montana? You, what? It's a joke from the Meet the Robinsons. He says he's from Canada and one of the people is like, oh, you mean North Montana? Oh, okay. Ha ha ha. I've never seen that movie. <sighs> You have but time no, to watch the Squid Game, but you don't have time yeah. for Meet the Robinsons. Well, Andy, one of these things is very popular right now, and the other wasn't even popular five years ago. Can't so, argue against uh, that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you can see, if you pick, like, sea temperature, you can see the currents in the water. Not just the waves, but, like, where the, the water flow is, and that's also really cool. There are no currents in the Great Lakes, which is sad. But then, also, it's the Great Lakes. There really aren't that big a current. It's interesting watching the waves, though, on Lake Michigan. Yes. Well, the wind is going to push it. Yeah. So, legit, like, I, I, as a general visualization, I love this map. Like, this is just, this is so cool to watch and to see and to, like, change between the different maps. And some of them are a little more terrifying than others when you look at, like, the ozone layer one. Oh, geez. There's an ozone. Oh, here it is. Air quality. Okay. Or the fire intensity. 
Uh, I will say the one that is um, one of the rain ones. I'm trying to remember which one. One of the rain ones actually gave you like live thunderstorms. Oh, yeah. No, there is um, live lightning tracking basically yeah. on the oh, globe. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because the radio towers can sense it. Yeah. And all you need is three and you can triangulate it. Uh, also, click on more layers, Andy. Oh, my God. What? It just keeps going. Right, right. It's just so good. And, like, the visualization is just so soothing and calm and just like, yeah, yeah, that looks, that's pretty nice. I wish I could have this, like, on in the background. That I could just have this be on the, the like, the um, the desktop. I want this web page to be my desktop. Can you do that now or no? Nope. How to set a web page as desktop background in Windows 10. Yeah. What do they say? Can you do it? Uh, there's a free program designed to allow Windows users to use a live web page as a desktop background. There you go. Oh, it doesn't actually have it as the background. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I have two monitors at work and I normally just have a YouTube of the ISS feed, you know, up as my second screen just, you know, because I can. And the, yep. the wind and the water down in the south is just crazy. Yeah. So I've I've been referencing this map from time to time just to like see what's out there and see the weather and and see it on a global scale. And when you look at it on a global scale, you're like, fuck, how did we figure this out? <laughs> it took us a long oh, we time. We haven't figured it out. No, we're only starting to figure it out. Yep. All right. That's the review. Windy.com. Highly recommend just dropping by from time to time. Okay. Should we move on to the random topic? Yeah. Okay. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Okay. How do you count to 10 with your hands? So I, I, we go over the random topic just before, usually before the episode. And so I ran through counting to 10 and I think I do it in a really weird way. I guess it depends if I'm doing one, one hand or two hands. Well, you're counting to 10. Yeah. How do you count to 10? Uh, left pointer finger first, left middle finger, left ring finger, left pinky. Standard American way. Left thumb. Okay. So that's five. Yep. But if I okay, say so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I start with the thumb on the right hand for six. And then pointer finger to pinky, the, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten. Okay. So now if you're doing it with just one hand. Oh, if I'm just doing it with one hand, well then yep. then I do my pointer to pinky thumb and then pointer to pinky thumb again. Okay. On my left hand. So do do you count when, with just your right hand first or I mean generally, yeah, because I'm right-handed. Um, but when I when you said count to 10, I did it counting to 10, and I did what you do, right? Pointer to pinky, add the thumb, and then thumb down the line. But I did it all on one hand. So I did one index, middle, ring, pinky, thumb, close, thumb, index, middle, pinky, uh, ring, pinky, which I can tell where I am because they're all unique combinations, (laughs) except for the five and 10. The five and 10 would be duplicates, but all the others would be unique, right? Because either the thumb is out at the start or it's not out. So really the thumb is just the like fives place, like add five to the number. Now I will say I also count up to 32 on one hand. Well, yeah. Because you just count in binary. Oh, I always count it. uh, We had a, being a percussionist in music sometimes there's a lot of rests that you had to count and most music you know is in groups of four yeah so i would you know count using each you know pad of my finger so there was 12 things right there to help me count and so you know if i did both hands that would be 24 right there so you know oh uh 
256. You know you can count up to a thousand on two hands, right? Yes, I know. If I really wanted to do binary math in my head. Okay. I mean, it's not really math if you're just counting. I know, but if you, you know, if you're trying to count more than 10, I can count 12 on one hand, you know. And yep. then, you know, I can go to the other hand and I can get up to 24 on my, you know, two hands. Like I said, in, in they're in groups of 4. A lot of music is 4 or 8 or 12 measures chunks. <laughs> Yeah. So that gives you a, you know, nice, it's, it's nice and round. Now I was, uh, this kind of came up because Isaac, you know, trying to see how he counts with his fingers mm-hmm. and sometimes he does the thumb for one and sometimes he does the pointer finger for, all right, pointer finger or index finger? What do you, what would you? Both interchangeable. Okay. I, I have definitely counted. So that's the other interesting thing. Cause you said count to 10. If I count to five, I'll sometimes start with a thumb. Okay. So I'm reading an article here by the BBC where it says um, they actually use the lines between the segments for the fingers to count. So it means each finger can represent four numbers. So somebody was actually pretty close to what I do. The lines between the fingers. Your, your finger creases, where your joints are. Oh, that they would just use those as like different groups of five? It also says that okay. the UK starts counting with the thumb. The US counts with the index finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iran, they begin with the pinky and is supposedly in Japan, they start with the fingers open and they count down to a closed fist. Yep, definitely. Uh, Usually with the palm towards the person counting if I'm not mistaken. These are things that you don't think about until you have a kid. Well, I mean, yes and no, because isn't there a scene in like uh, Tropic Thunder or Inglorious Bastards or something like that where like they're they're spies in a German bar and he asks for two beers and the, the way he asks for it they recognize that he's American I haven't seen either of those movies I've heard of both of those movies I, th- I think it's Inglorious Bastards yeah he, without giving too much away, the spy undercover as a German officer, orders another round of whiskey, telling the bartender three glasses and holding his fingers up, his index, middle, and ring finger, which is not how a German would order it, which is the thumb, index, and middle. And so because he asked for three in that way, they recognize that he's a spy. <laughs> This is also similar to the um, the the British spy who was caught because he looked, or no, I think it was the American spy who was caught because he looked left, then he looked right, or was a no, I think it was the British spy because it's in Britain they drive backwards, right? So the British spy looked like right, then he looked left when crossing the road. My favorite World War II spy, well, actually it was a it was a POW who was escaping uh, a German camp, made it to the train station, was waiting for the train, sat down and pulled out a chocolate bar and started eating it. And that's what that's what gave him away because Germans at the time were rationing chocolate and so nobody had any. But he oh, had gotten no. a chocolate bar in the POW care package that was sent Fly over. Fly drop. Oh, no. <laughs> so he Oops. had made it. He was basically literally waiting for the train to arrive. He'd get on the train free and clear. And because he sat there eating chocolate, someone recognized, like, that's yes. not right. Yep. Yep. Uh, by the way, I just saw this come up. Uh, William Shatner is not the first Star Trek actor in space. Are you talking about when Scotty? Nope. I'm talking about Dr. Mae Jemison, MD, who is also an astronaut and was a uh, character in Star Trek. She played Lieutenant Palmer in one episode. <laughs> All right, if you want to, okay. So screw you, Shatner. <clears throat> 
Alright, well, I think that's that, sir. Yep, nope, now I'm just gonna just stare at my hands for like the next ten minutes. Just counting? Counting, just sitting here counting with my fingers. Okay, we should probably, like, wrap this up then. Yep, that's a, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.